0: Welcome, everyone, to World Missions Ministries. Hallelujah. This is the place where the darkness of Satan's power is over and the true light now shines. Hallelujah. It shines with salvation. Amen. With healing, with deliverance, with peace, power and prosperity for all who who love the Lord who trust in God. Amen. And know Jesus, we just Thank God for your presence both here in this sanctuary as well as online and we just greet you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of you are glad to be here today? How many are glad you're tuning in? Glory to God. How many are ready to receive a word from the living God? Hallelujah. How many of you believe that the Lord does indeed speak to us and he will drop a word in our spirits? Praise God. And by God's grace, we're going to receive some revelation today, some information. But remember, it's not enough for you to have a revelation. It's important for the revelation to have you. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So don't just say, Oh, I got some chills. Oh, that was really nice. No, it's nice to have revelation, but make sure that the revelation has you. Yeah. You want to make sure you attend to the word that you're apt to implement the word. Amen. Cause his word does not return void. Praise God. So grateful to be ministering during this Advent season. And in that connection, we're going to turn to the book of Matthew. The very first chapter, Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1, and we'll be looking initially at verse 23. Matthew 1, 23. If you can find it in your sword and be ready to receive the word of the living God today. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for your presence, and we are grateful to God for our senior pastor, Pastor Turkson, and Just grateful to be here even, you know, in his absence, but you know, we're all here. We're online. We're here in the sanctuary. It's all good. God's moving. He sent forth his word Hallelujah! upon the earth. His word runneth very swiftly. So we're all going to receive the word wherever we are. Amen. Are you there in Matthew chapter one? All right. We're going to read this scripture. We're going to pray and then get into the word today. All right. It says, um, okay, if you don't mind uh, the team, could you just look at verse 22 to to give us a little context for verse 23, amen. So it says um, in verse 22, now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Praise God. We're, hallelujah. We're going to be talking about Emmanuel, God with us, and hallelujah, he is present with us, we've been studying on the manifold presence of God, his name shall be called Emmanuel, which is God with us. Let's open up with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to come before your presence in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for giving your son for reconciling us to yourself. So that we can have this type of audience that we can have fellowship with you father we don't take it for granted we're so grateful we're grateful for who you are we're grateful for you leading us we're grateful that you are the great i am we're grateful that you've already conquered we are grateful lord god that you are a healer that you are a deliverer we're grateful that you are the glory and the lifter up of our heads we're grateful Lord God that you are even a carrier we thank you Father that you are the God who sweeps people up on your wings hallelujah those who can't even move forward those who are faint I thank you Father that you can swoop them up on your wings Lord God and carry them forward Father, we just thank you for being a carrying God when there are people don't know how they can make it that you carry them Lord God I thank you Father you said in your word that you would carry the lambs in your bosom we bless you Lord God for having Carried us through this year and brought us to this place and as we open up the bread of life I thank you Father that you also feed us I bless you Lord God for the Word of God that is rich that provides sustenance that empowers us Lord God uh, that inspires hope we bless you for this word and may your word happen may your word manifest and materialize in the lives of those under the sound of my voice Lord God we give you alone all glory all honor and praise as you have your way in this service we invite the presence of the Holy Spirit we recognize your presence here and we just say have your way let us decrease and let the Spirit of God increase let the Spirit of God arise hallelujah in the mighty name of Jesus to you alone be glory O Lord in Jesus name amen amen and amen hallelujah his name is Is called Emmanuel which means God with us and at this time we need to know it's it's so wonderful it is such a treasure to know that we are not alone that God did not leave us comfortless that we do have a Savior and he is with us he is present with us we understand God is omnipresent but yet God is present with in a special way with believers. He's present in a personal way with believers, even though God is everywhere. Hallelujah. When it comes to the believers, that the relationship is personal. I bless the Lord. The, The Bible tells us that according to John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. And we know as well in verse 14 that same passage of scripture in John 1:14 tells us that the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the son. Hallelujah. Full of grace and truth. That word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hallelujah. And the Bible goes on to say in verse 16. It's at John 1:16, and as and of his fullness. Hallelujah. Have we all received and grace for grace or grace upon grace. So we are, we're grateful. It is God with us. He comes in the flesh so that we might partake of his fullness. And there's grace to partake of the fullness of God because we are his children. We have a special personal relationship with him and he is with us. The God of all creation, the holy God, the righteous God, the transcendent God, the omnipresent God has decided, hallelujah, to have personal, intimate relationship with us. He desires to dwell with us, to have a relationship with us, to be present with us. It's really It's really something, it's wondrous to fathom, praise God. It's it's a blessing, and we thank God for his presence. He even said, if we could look at 2 Corinthians 6.16, we're just talking about Emmanuel, God with us. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols. Are you all there? Mm-hmm. It says, look at this. For ye, you are the temple of the living God. Isn't amazing. God with us, Emmanuel, God with us. And the Bible says, you are the temple of the living God. I mean, how personal is that? He wants to dwell. With you and to be in you. Hallelujah. He is present with us. He says you are the temple. Hallelujah. Of the living God. As God hath said. I will dwell in them. And walk in them. And I will be their God. And they shall be personal hallelujah he dwells us he walks in us his presence is with us in such a personal a very very intimate and personal way so much so that he calls you his temple. He, he he comes to reside on the inside. Hallelujah. And it's just marvelous. I mean, we see things. We see things in nature. We see the clouds. We see someone, someone recently, I think it was Reverend Stephanie had these pictures of the sunrise that was just so glorious. And we are in awe and we are in reverence of the glory of the Lord. And that same God says, I love you so much. I want so so much of a personal relationship with you. I desire to be so present in your life. I promise to, to walk in you, to dwell in you. I promise to be your God. Hallelujah. It's personal it, and it's precious. Glory to God. And why is that why is that so significant? Why is God's presence so significant? You know, Hallelujah. You know, the Bible let us know that with his presence in our lives we are we are positioned to experience his blessing amen you know, you ever read psalm 16 you know with psalm 16 and verse 11 that's uh, why is his presence so important glory to god in psalm 16 it, it gives us an, an inkling. And we've been discussing and studying this for, for a few weeks, and it's purposeful. It's important. Glory to God. You know, you've seen this, I'm sure, in Psalm 16, in the very last verse, verse 11, Psalm 16, 11, and the word says, Thou will show me the path of life. Wow talking about God, the indwelling God, hallelujah. He will show you the path where you to go, what you're to do, the path path that makes for a Zoe life, a God kind of life, a good life, a life worth living. Thou will show me the path of life in thy presence. So why is the presence of God so important? Because It positions you to experience his blessing. Hallelujah. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. It makes for your a joyful life. Amen. And it says at thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. How long? Forevermore. Are you reading what I'm reading? Hallelujah. So. His, his presence does a number of things. It, 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 it gives you instruction. He says, I will show you the path of life. You will be able to see your way through some places. Sometimes you're in, in situations and you don't, you don't know what to do, but in his presence, he will show you the path. He will show you which way to go. It's important to have direction, to have direction from God. And he says, I want to be with you so personally, so intimately. I will show you the path of life. Glory to God, and He says, "And in His presence, you will experience fullness of joy." Hallelujah! You can experience, oh my, pleasures despite what you might be going through. Oh, it's just, it, it's just marvelous. Hallelujah! It, his presence also provides a source of strength and a source of hope. Even if you're going through a particular challenge, a circumstance. His presence is purposeful. He, he, he shows you, he gives you direction. He shows you the path of life. You experience fullness of joy. He turns mourning into joy. There's fullness of joy that outstrips whatever you may be experiencing. His, God's presence is purposeful. Hallelujah. It's significant. His presence in our lives is important. Amen. You know how the Bible says in Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley, right? Of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. And why is that? For thou art with me. Hallelujah. His presence can extinguish fear. Hallelujah. His presence can extinguish fear for thou art with me. His presence gives you comfort. His rod, His word, and His staff, the Spirit, they comfort you. His presence brings comfort. The presence of God in your life is so vital. There even this past week, we learned about people, uh, some people who have decided to take their own lives, take matters into their own hands. It is the presence of God that will show you the path of life. That presence of God will extinguish fear that presence of God will give you comfort even when you're in places. You know, there are people who are suffering in plain sight. There are people who are hiding in plain sight. There are people who are going through because they have not. You know, if you don't, if you really don't have a a a, a working knowledge, a, 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 a rel, a relational type of knowledge of God in your life. It's something to know about God, but it's altogether different to know God, to understand that he is present. Hallelujah. And that his presence is purposeful. His presence is significant. Hallelujah. It I, I tell you, it, his presence will extinguish fear. We just read it. Grant you it types of comfort that that the world doesn't understand world doesn't get it it supersedes it overrides you may be in the middle of something but you know you're coming through you know you're coming out you know that there's a God that who is present in your life you know that he's, he is a deliverer you know he will rescue you out of that circumstance but the key is to be in his presence glory to god his presence is purposeful are you understanding this today hallelujah and in his presence you get to know him you get to love him more deeply and know him more there's something that that you just you know some things you preach but i honestly there are things that you must experience we have to go beyond getting a revelation and allowing that revelation to get us Are you understanding that we have to? I'm telling. It's got to be relatable. God God is relatable if, if we if we choose to relate to Him. Hallelujah. He is. He's everywhere present, but He's personal. Let's make Him personal in our lives because He presents all of these opportunities, all of these benefits, but they must be received. You understand? Well, they must be embraced glory to God. Yes. Hallelujah. His presence will inspire courage. He's with you. You, you courage. You didn't know you had his presence will inspire courage. His presence, I tell you, he says, you you go, you may be in something, but you, you, you know, you're going to go through, there's a type, you know how the Bible says, there's a peace that passes all understanding that will guard and protect your mind. You experience that in his presence, glory to God. I'm telling you, your very life, because of God's presence, In your life, your very life will become a testimony. A testimony of God's goodness of God's grace of God's mercy of God's ability of God's power of God's anointing your very life becomes a testimony hallelujah and just because of the position that you take because you know God is present in your life you'll be in a position to lead others many people will come to know God because of you because they see him moving something different about you there's something going on in your life Life. You know, you—you you, you may be facing similar circumstances, but your your behavior. It's completely different. You you're not losing it. You're not losing your mind because there's a God who is with you. Hallelujah. He may even be carrying you. You you may you may he just may be carrying you through some things that people don't understand. How are you how are you holding up so well? I'm being carried by God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is with me. He says I I i will walk with you. I'll even carry you if you can't if you can't move forward. You don't know how to go forward. You've, you've come to the end of your rope. It's all right. I got you. I will carry you. If you fall, I will swoop you up on my wings. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That, that is our father, but we have to know him personally. Hallelujah. And experience his manifest presence for he is Emmanuel. Hallelujah. His name shall be called Emmanuel. God with us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, see, I understand people. It is really interesting how people think to me. I find it very interesting because I, you know, I've heard a lot Sometimes people think that you live a Pinterest perfect life. I'm serious, you know. Sometimes people think that your life is just Facebook fabulous, you know. (laughs) Instagram impressive, you know. You people see this stuff seriously on social media, right? And they see you. You're dining here, or you're 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 in this place and that place, but you know people generally are not going to put their, their trials, their tribulations and stuff. And you won't find that on Instagram, not much, on Facebook, not much, you know, you put the best pictures out there and, and people start to think that because your life is so Pinterest perfect, you know, uh, you go to your home, we can take pictures and put it on, you know, load it up on, on, on architectural digest and you got, you got it going on. You're, you're, you know, you, you You just don't relate. You don't know the kind of challenges that I have. You don't understand the storms that I'm facing. You are talking to me about how God is present. Yeah, I hear you. God will give you this joyful life. Yeah, I hear you. But I, I've seen your pictures up there on Facebook. I've, se- I've seen all the likes. I've seen what you've been doing. You don't, you don't understand. You don't get me. Yeah. Let me tell you, God gets you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you know, we recognize that there are storms in people's lives, in all our lives. the, The Bible tells us that there's a there's an enemy who wants to steal and to kill and to destroy. And the enemy does not discriminate, you know, it's as simple as that. And there are indeed pressures that come to bear on people. There are storms, there are difficult seasons in life, and yet. He is Emmanuel, even in the midst of the storms and of the difficult seasons of life, hallelujah. There are people, I'm telling you, who experience all kinds of storms, like the the tornadoes that may dry up finances. You understand? There are people who experience hurricanes that are rocking the world of their marriage. There are people who are experiencing all types of violent storms that are afflicting their bodies it, you know, and yet God still says, he says, his name shall be called Emmanuel. He is yet with you. Glory to God. We understand that people experience levels of, of, of of weariness where you, you, it's not that you don't believe God, but you just wonder how much more of this can you take? You understand? Oh, glory, how much more can I take? This is a, this is a lot. And there are people, like I said, in plain sight who think that way. And so you're you're ministering about, about the manifold presence of God. And they're thinking, how much more of this can I take? I hear it, but you don't know what I'm going through. I don't know how much longer I can stand it. Whatever that it is. I don't know how much longer I can stand it. And so this morning, I believe that the Spirit of God has placed me here to provide some instruction. Hallelujah. Even for those of us who are may be involved in some sort of pressure, some sort of challenges. Some if you have been thinking even in this past week, I don't know how much longer I can stand it, then listen up. Hallelujah, because the spirit of God has a word for you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we please turn in the word of God to Acts chapter 27? Let us go to Acts chapter 27. Praise God. I tell you, and even this past week, it just, oh my goodness. There, um, well, I thank God for how he places members in the body to help one another. Because I cannot tell you how many times this past week I heard that sentence. I don't know how much longer I can stand it. This past week, various people requesting prayer. See in Acts chapter 27, this whole chapter is instructive. It opens up with the apostle Paul. He is a prisoner. And he's got to go, he's being sent to Rome. He's got to go to face uh, what Caesar Augustus. He's got to go to Rome. He was arrested, put on his ship. He was falsely accused. He was accused of stirring up riots and all this kind of thing and, and, and riots among Jews. And so he's got to go to deal with some false accusations. He's dealing with opposition. Those who are not in favor of him and what he's doing, his ministry. You understand? He's dealing with some opposition. He's arrested, prisoner. It's not a good day. Hallelujah. He gets on a ship and the ship encounters a storm. He tells them before they leave. I perceive see that's one thing about Paul. He's a bondage. He's a prisoner. He's facing opposition. Yet he knows something. He knows Emmanuel. Hallelujah. God is with him. And so he pursues the presence of God even in the midst of opposition, even in the midst of circumstances where it looks like he's bound, he is pursuing the presence of God because he recognizes that Emmanuel, God is with him. And as he pursues the presence of God, he receives a word from the Lord and he says to them, I perceive that this voyage is going to be with much hurt. We really should not be leaving. He gets a word from God, right? Nobody listens to him. He's still facing opposition. He's in the midst of opposition, which causes him to go into a storm. There may be those under the sound of my voice. You done told them children what to do, how to live, how, how to avoid trouble. You, you understand what I'm saying? I perceive you should not be doing this. You should not go. And they gonna do it anyway. Nope, not gonna listen to you. And suddenly, through no cause of your own, you're swept up into somebody else's storm. And you're in the middle of this storm yourself. You may be in your office, maybe in your office. We we ought to be we ought to do the proposal this way, you know, or or what you you whatever it is, you know. You, you, you give advice. It's not heated and here you're caught up. Trouble comes. Amen. So you got opposition and now you got a storm, right? And this, it looks like matters are going from bad to worse. I mean, see, this is it. We're believers, right? Believers. Come on. We have got to be in the place where we, we recognize that we must get In the presence of God hallelujah it is vital for life itself it can be the matter uh, between life and death are we that's why I'm so grateful to God that we've had this series on the manifest presence of God because it's essential it is purposeful hallelujah and yes God blesses and things go well with a lot of people and God is abundantly blessing a lot of people and yet he is present for those of us who may be facing opposition or maybe in the midst of storms. Are you understanding this? Hallelujah. You've got to get in his presence. The thing about it, that storm became so violent and it lasted for a long time, at least two weeks. There are 14 days in the storm that's going from bad to worse. And then, and then it gets dark. It looks like midnight, it's dark. So you got opposition, you got a storm and you've got darkness. You can't even see your way through. You don't know where the shore is. You don't know where you are. That's what the apostle Paul was facing. Yeah, we understand life is not always Instagram perfect. But God is always Emmanuel. Hallelujah. Are you understanding this? Praise God. You got to do what you got to do to get in the presence of God. The Bible lets us know here in Acts chapter 27 and verse 21, the Apostle Paul tells us that it was after long abstinence, but after long, he was. He had entered into a period of fasting and prayer because he needed to get a word from God. You got to do what you got to do to get in the presence of God and last time, at least one of these Past weeks, we were learning even about a prophet Elisha, who called for a minstrel. He had music, praise, and work, worship. Second Kings chapter three, he had uh, praise and worship, and and the spirit of God, the hand of the Lord came upon him. It, it, like the anointing came over him, he 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 perceived. He got he was better able to perceive the presence of God and to hear from God. You've got to do what you got to do to get into the presence of God. Hallelujah. Do not allow the enemy to drown your blessing mm, 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 under the storm of his opposition. I'll say it again. Do not allow the enemy to drown your blessing under the storm of his opposition. You get into the presence of God you see, i I got to pray I have to fast I need I, I need some time I need alone time with God if I, i'm going i'm going to sleep i'm going to put i'm going to put the audible Bible on while I sleep i I just have got to have the presence of God to come to bear in my life. I, I need to have him because I am not going under in this circumstance. Hallelujah. You see, you, you have to have that way about you, that attitude. I No, God is with me. God is present with me. God indwells me. Hallelujah. He is with me and I, I just have to make sure that I'm reaching, i got to press. I have to touch them. I've got to do what I've got to do to get into his presence. Is anybody learning something today? Hallelujah. you got to make this real. You got to make this relatable to yourself. You got to make this personal to you. He is personal. He says, I will indwell you. I will be your God. You'll be my people. Hallelujah. I bless the Lord. So you have to do what you got to do, whether it's fasting and praying, which is what happened here after long abstinence. Praise God. I, I had a client of mine who just got some bad news and immediately said, okay, I got, I've got to enter into a Daniel fast over this. I've got, I've just, i has, you know, and, and, and just had that determination. This has got to turn around and said, it said in the 35 years that God has had this, this company, we've never faced X, Y, Z. And it's, that is not coming to take me under. We are, we are entering into, and said this to her leadership, his or her leadership. And there are people in leadership who agree, say, okay, you count me in count. It's something when you have leadership who are also believers, you know, it's amazing. And, 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 and and I'm, I'm outside counsel. I'm listening to this. On it, and, and this person was bold enough to speak it. And, and, and another person said, count me in. Somebody said, count me in. I said, wow. They, they even in business, they recognize the importance of getting in the presence of God because they believe. In the, and they, they, they said, this God has caused us to prosper these 35 years. It is, this is not going to happen. You know, we, we're going to hear from God. This is going to turn around. But I, it was wonderful. You have to know, do what you've got to do to get into the presence of God. Hallelujah. Are you understanding something today? Praise God. Second point, And that is found around. Let's see. Let's look. Okay. So setting this stage again. So they are in this storm. He did what he did to get into the presence of God. And he was able to receive a word from the Lord, right? And we find that it starting at verse 21, the word of God says, this is the apostle Paul who's about to speak. He says, but after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gone and to have gained um, this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. For look, he got a word from the Lord. Do you see this? He says, for there shall be no loss of any man's life. Hallelujah among you, but of the ship. Do you see that he gets he gets a word from God in the midst of the opposition, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the darkness. The God will give you a word and the entrance of his word brings light. Hallelujah. And he gives you understanding. Amen. So he got some understanding. He received some light and he was able to proclaim and declare, to decree exactly what God had spoken. In the midst of your challenge, you must get into the presence of the Lord because the Lord has a word for you and for your situation. For some of you right now, this is the message because he goes on to say here, he says, For there stood by me <sighs> this night, the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. Hallelujah. He got a message from a messenger. Amen. Today you're receiving a message. Yeah from a messenger, hallelujah, because you are his and you serve him. And there came a messenger to you this day. Hallelujah. To let you know you've got to get in the presence of God because the Lord has a word for you. Hallelujah. You will not lose. Amen. He says the the, the, the messenger said, oh, well, thank you, Jesus, saying, fear not. Somebody received this message today. Fear not. Paul, fear not. Glory to God. See, is anybody receiving the message? Fear not. Yeah, I I know it's been difficult, but fear not. I know they said some hurtful things, but fear not. I know you just got a pink slip, but fear not. Oh, glory to God. I I know you did poorly on that exam, but fear Fear not, is anybody receiving this today? Fear not, Paul, you must be brought before Caesar and lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Hallelujah. Do you see that? He gives a word. He says, wherefore sirs, be of good cheer for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Do you see this? So you hear the word of God and you say, I believe God. Hallelujah. I believe God. So you, you get into God's presence, receive his word and when you receive his, now he told him that everybody was going to be saved. There'll be no loss of life. Let me tell you something. You've got to stay with his promise. You stay with his word because it looked like things were going from bad to worse. You know, he gets this word and they say, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but do you see what this ship is doing? You understand? You know? Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's what, what's going on. He, he told everybody, be of good cheer. But there were some sailors. They, they, they acted like they were lowering down anchors. Right? They were going to go someplace and just stay there the night and wait for the, the sunrise. And they were going to drop anchors. So there were some sailors who were pretending like they were about to drop anchors. But actually, they were trying to lower lifeboats. They were trying to take matters into their own hands because even though the word, Oh, see, when you hear the word, just as we see what Paul did, see, we glean, we learn from their example, right? So the apostle Paul had a reaction to the word. He says, "I believe God. It will be unto me, even as it was spoken, even as He said it." I believe God. Now, not everybody had that reaction, because there were some sailors who said, "Yeah, uh huh, I'm getting out of here," and they started to try to lower lifeboats. <sighs> when you get the word of God, don't jump ship. Are you Are you listening? don't stay with the promise don't jump ship hallelujah we see that round around verse let's see verse 30 Mm-mm-mm. see that it, 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 it it's still difficult it's still tumultuous it's still dark it's not good and yet in round 30 it says And as the shipmen were about to flee, see, they were about to flee out of the ship. They got the word, but their reaction was to try to jump ship. You see that? It says, when they had let down the boat into the sea under color, as though they would have cast anchors out of the foreship. So they were pretending It says, under color of, they were pretending like they were going to drop anchors so that they could all just wait it out till morning, but they actually were trying to drop lifeboats because they're saying this is looking too bad. This ship is not going to make it. And if I stay in this ship, I'm going to be dead, not with stead, but the word of God had come. See, that's what happens. The word comes. But how do we react? Do we, how do we react to that word? Are we like Paul who says, I believe God. It's going to happen for me. Just like I heard it. Because the fact that you have Emmanuel, God is with you, but are you with him? That's it. You understand? Paul said, I'm with you, God. I believe you. The sailor said, well, I hear you, but I don't know about that. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen that way. I, yeah, I, I hear you, but I'm going to get in this lifeboat. I'm going to save myself. Y'all can stay there if you want to. This ship's going down and I'm not going down with it. That was their attitude. And we all have our reaction to the word, but you, the, the Lord wants you to know you that you don't jump ship, stay with his promise. And that's what Paul said. Paul looked at them. And he looked at the centurion and he said, Except these abide in the ship. You cannot be saved. You got to abide. You can't jump ship. Hallelujah. How, are you are you receiving something today? Praise God. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it's not Pinterest perfect, but He's still Emmanuel. Mmm. That's what I love about him. That's what I love. He'll turn that darkness into more into, into joy. He'll turn that darkness to light. That's who he is. Hallelujah. Amen. It, it but so when the going becomes seemingly intolerable, see, that's what it was. It seemed intolerable. The sailors were saying, I can't take this anymore. When you find yourself mm, at that point, Don't jump ship. Third point, and it goes right along with this. See, the sailors had to do something. Paul said to the centurion, if these guys leave, they ain't gonna make it. So they had to make a decision. Am I going to stay in or not? The third point that you should know is that you must accept God's correction at the point of compromise. Accept God's correction at the point of compromise. The sailors had to accept that correction. Are you learning something this morning? Oh, it's quiet up in here. Good. It's important because had they disobeyed and just jumped ship, would have died. They were going to perish. But nobody put a gun to their head. They had to accept that correction and stay in the ship. So many of us want to say, you, you don't understand. It is really bad. Or I, I know, I know God will prosper me, but I've been looking for a new job for six years. You just don't understand that they're not hiring people my age. You just don't get it. Right? When God, the word of God says, I will bless. It didn't, it didn't say anything about age, anything. He said, I will bless you in the city. I will bless you in the field. I will make everything you set your hands to prosper and succeed. And and yet people start to make excuses that it's tantamount to letting down a lifeboat. You know, the excuses are lifeboats, but God says, stay in the ship. Are you? I know you're receiving something today. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. You have to accept God's correction at the point of compromise. Yeah, you, you, you say, okay, I'm, I'm not going to leave my wife. I know we, we've hit a rough patch. I'm not going to leave my wife, but I will go out to lunch with that coworker. I'm not going to leave my wife now, but I will go out lunch because she really understands me. I can talk to her. Accept God's correction at the point of compromise. I don't know who this is for. Thank you, Lord God. Because God desires to prosper you, just as we've been learning these many, many weeks. He, He knows the path. For you to take. He knows how to bless your life. And he recognizes that everything isn't uh, Facebook fabulous. But he knows how to deliver you. Hallelujah. He is Emmanuel. He is with us. But we've got to be with him. Are you understanding this? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Next point that I have is, and it's it's very similar, but it's essential to continue. You may be fasting and praying and whatnot, but you need a diet of the word. You need to continue to eat the word. The Bible says here, even again in this passage of scripture, it it, things don't look good. It's still going. It looks like it's going from bad to worse. But what I love about it is the Apostle Paul has this similar refrain all the time. He continues to, he continues to minister the word. The Lord gave him a word. He received a word. There'd be no loss of life. Then when the sailors were about to jump ship. He was, he said, no, we're going to live. But if you, if you get, if you jump ship, you're not going to, you're not going to survive. We're going to survive. Do you see that? So he's sticking with the promise. He was told it initially. There'll be no loss of life. He sees people about to leave. He says, if you do that, you're going to lose your life. There'll be no loss of life. If you stay in the ship, if you say the word of the God, he, he, he reiterates the word of God right? And then thirdly, we see him doing it again around, let's see. Okay. I think it's around 34. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, 34. The apostle Paul says, wherefore, he says, I pray you to take some meat For this is for your health, for there shall not a hair fall from the head of any of you. You see that? He says, there shall not a hair fall from any of you. That is their way of saying no harm is going to come to you. So that's the third time he's repeating what God has said, and what I love about this is that you see both simultaneously, you see the spiritual bread and the physical bread together. Do you see that? Because he, he took bread. He says, and when he had thus spoken in Acts twenty seven thirty five, and when he had thus spoken, right? He took bread. And gave thanks to God in presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Amen. And then they were all of good cheer. They started to, it it helped their countenance. But see, we see him taking the physical bread and breaking it, but he's also feeding the spiritual bread. Hallelujah. You have to continue to eat. The word of God. He is the bread of life. Amen. So you see it both simultaneously, the breaking of bread, but the ministering of the word, the bread of life. So he, they have, he's dispersing the bread of life and breaking the physical bread. the tr- The truth is you've got to continue to eat to eat the bread of life. Eat the word of God, Amen. John, John six thirty five. He says, I am the bread of life. So he takes the bread and he's saying, there shall be no loss of life. There's not a hair that's going to fall from off your head. God's got you. He's your deliverer. He is your savior. Break it. Eat it. Take it. Eat it. Hallelujah. Jeremiah fifteen sixteen says, I did take your your bread and eat it. Your thy words were found and I did eat them. Thy words were found and I did eat them. So he found the words and did eat them and we see him doing it physically and spiritually. He says not a hair will fall from off your head. Your words were found and I did eat them and thy word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Hallelujah. You got to eat that word and the Bible says in that passage that they all became of good cheer. Why? Because the word will become the rejoicing of Of your heart. God will turn it around and bring you joy in the midst of that difficulty. Just because you're going through opposition, just because you're going through a storm, just because there is there's darkness, just because there's a tough patch in your life. Don't 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 jump ship. You take the bread of life. He says i am the bread of life you find his words and eat them and they will be for you the joy and the rejoicing of your heart whatever you're going through i decree and declare your heart shall sing your heart shall sing his words shall be the joy and the rejoicing of your heart for he is Emmanuel. He is present with you to deliver you. He is present with you to bring joy in the midst of that pain. He is present with you to turn those circumstances around. He is present with you to get to your destination. He is present with you. Glory to God. Is anyone understanding this? He is Emmanuel. Hallelujah. See, they, they, they gain a, that, that word will cause you to gain hope. We learned last time that hope is in your head and faith has got to be in your heart, right? Hallelujah. Well, let me understand. Let me help you understand. If there is no hope in your future, there is no faith in your present. Are you understand if there is no hope in your future, there is no faith in your present. And you need that word. You need to hear the word of the living God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we see even among the soldiers, people who were with Paul, all of a sudden they became of good cheer. They, 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 now they their hope. Now they're uplifted. Now they're encouraged. Do you understand that? It's by the word, the word of God. You have to find it, find his words and eat them and allow them to become the joy and the rejoicing of your heart. Stick with them. Are you understanding this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you. He said, take some meat, take the spiritual meat. Thank you, father. Thank you, father. And stay with the promise. And you'll notice, see the Apostle Paul, he said it different ways. That's like, that's how it's letting you know that word was all in him, that truth, because he he put it this way. He put it that way. He says, there shall not fall off there. It, it's, in other words, it wasn't just quoting verbatim scripture, that scripture had him. You understand, because every, every way he's, he said it this way, he said it that way, he said, it that, he said, oh, don't worry, there's not, not a hair is going to fall from off your head. So it was more than just rote repetition. It was, it was something that was a part of him. He, he spoke the word even in his own, his own way, his own vernacular. Do you understand? Are you getting this? It's not like, oh, I've, it, I'm not saying don't memorize the word. I'm just saying make sure that word is in you that, and, and, and it comes out of you. It, it's your expression of, of God's word. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I, I know you're getting this right. Because first he says, he says, the angel told me this. And then, so that means if you're jumping out, you're going to die. But if you stay in a ship, you're going to live. Cause that's what, that's what he said. That's what he said. He did not, he didn't say Matthew one 23. It, it, it just became a part of him. Do you see that? It's like a sponge, whatever you put in, you squeeze it. It comes out. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So what, so what's coming out of our mouths? It lets us know what we've been eating. Isn't it the truth? It lets us know what we've been eating. Oh, glory to God. Let's find the word and eat that and let it be the joy and the rejoicing of your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for you are called by, you're called by his name. Oh, glory to God. Uh, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Want more? Amen. (laughs) There's more. Thank you, Jesus. So that was point number four that I received, hallelujah. Fifth point, amen, is to expect, when you're, I'm, sometimes you just, have to, you just have to receive this, when you get a, a word, and even though your circumstance looks very different from it, we just went through these other points. Position your heart to expect God's favor. Expect God's favor. He gives his word. And the Bible says, you know, Jesus is full not only of truth, but of grace. He's full of grace and truth. Right? The word became flesh. Right? And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So you're eating the word. Expect favor, the grace. Expect the favor of God. Get your neck outstretched looking for God to favor you. Amen. Because this is very interesting and and I do, I'll give you the homework assignment to just read the entire Acts chapter 27 in your own time and let the spirit minister to you. Because again, you'll find that the outside, exterior, external circumstances didn't look any better, in fact, looked worse. It was so bad. If you if you read on, you will find out. They, they we were supposed to be saved and the sailors looking up Paul kind of funny. You told me to stay on this ship. I could have been in them lifeboats. <laughs> right? The ship starts breaking apart. It goes from back. when they got on, the ship was intact. They're in the storm, but the ship was intact. You told me not to get in the lifeboat. Now, the ship you told me to stay in is broken apart. It's busted up. See, sometimes your circle says, You say, Janice, I hear you. I, I tried to speak sweet nothings to my spouse, but we had a huge blow up. I tried to implement what you were saying, but we had a Huge blow-up. I don't know if I can make it anymore. I can't stand much more of this. Yeah, I tried studying for that exam, but I walked in and that, oh, it it just looked like Greek. I couldn't understand anything. I thought I studied. I don't know. I didn't know what I was looking at. Sometimes it seems that that, that the vessel, oh my goodness, that you were dependent on things that you were dealing with. You thought it was going to go a certain way. You had, I had the word of the Lord. I implemented what you said. I, I, I believe in God. And now look it's a mess. Mm, 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 mm. I just love the Lord. Even in those places, you expect the favor of God to show up in your life. This passage of scripture bec- things were so bad, the ship gone. So the soldiers were concerned because they had a bunch of prisoners on the ship. With no ship, the prisoners could get away. If they were to go back to their superior and report that they lost the prisoners, you know what would happen to them? So, to avoid, they they wanted to save their skin, and they were about to kill the prisoners. They'd rather kill them than have them escape. But the Bible says that there was a centurion whose heart was to save Paul. The, The one person who had gotten in the presence of God was in a position to obtain favor. So wherever you are, you're a believer. Emmanuel, God is with you. It is not only his word. It was also his grace. Hallelujah. You should expect the favor of God to show up in your life. So there's something, some, there's something that's going to turn in your favor. You have to expect that it will turn. In your favor, there is grace that there is a centurion who had grace on Paul and put a stop to those would-be assassinations and because of your stance, it may be that you're the only one standing on behalf of various family members, but because of your stance, that grace is extended not only to you, but to them as well. Are you under, oh, come on now. We got to, we have got to, hallelujah, to, to, to receive this word about the presence of God and the importance. We, gotta, we have to appreciate the criticality of it. I don't know about you, but I, I believe that, that the words that we receive are timely. There, you understand? It is time, somebody, it, 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 at least make it be you. If you're a recipient, if you're hearing this, You you must place yourself in a position where you say, this is for me. It is timely for me. I've got to do something. I've got to get into the presence of God. It may not just be for me. It may also be for my children, my grandchildren, my niece, my nephew, my sisters, my brother. I don't know who I'm standing for, but because of Paul, over 260 some odd individuals were saved. But there was and there was favor that was shown to Paul because he had been in the presence of God. Are you, is anybody getting this? Glory, glory be to God. Expect the favor. Thank you, Jesus. You need to know that in the midst of it all, God will show you favor until his promise is fulfilled. God will show you favor until his promise is fulfilled. I'm saying it, God will show in the midst of it all. There's so, a "Oh, hallelujah. God will show you favor until his promise is fulfilled. Mm, thank you, dear Lord. So you have to expect the favor. Hm. Because of your favor. You don't know. Who is being blessed and saved because of the stance you're taking? Glory to God. Are you learning something today? Is this helping anybody out? Now, is this timely for anybody? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I got point six. I just love God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Set yourself, how can I say it, be aggressive. In terms of the word of the Lord, be aggressive. Pursue his presence. Come against resistance. I guess the best way is to aggressively come against resistance is the best way to put it, I believe. Aggressively come against resistance. Where does that come from? Well, the, the Bible tells us. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see, where, where, where can we go? Let's look at verse 42, verses 42 through 44. 42 says, and the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners, lest any of them should swim out and escape. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from that purpose, hallelujah. And commanded, look at what it says, that they which could swim should cast themselves into the sea, mm-hmm, right? And and get to land. And the rest, some on boards, some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass, and so yeah, it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. Now, the ship's gone. They said those who can swim, swim. In the midst of that tornado, they swam. In the face of resistance, they swam. You have to effectively come against the resistance. Do you understand? They swam against the waves. It's, I believe God. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm, I'm still going to look for jobs when they tell me I'm too old to get a job. I'm, go- I'm going to keep swimming because there's a destination that God has for me. Are you getting this? Some people are so quick to give up, but we can come against resistance in the name of Jesus. You call it out, right? You come against sickness in the name of Jesus. I command you to go. I don't accept you. You go in the name of Jesus, you come against, you know, the, the, those people who are saying what you cannot do, where you cannot go, what's not going to happen. There is a destination, hallelujah. There is a destination for every expectation. Your destination shall not be cut off. Your expectation shall not be cut off. You, what you want to do is to come against it. You're I'm moving forward and I rebuke you Satan in Jesus name. You get out of the way. This sickness is not unto death. Uh, hallelujah. In Jesus name, I'm going forward in Jesus name. I shall live and not die. I will live to declare hallelujah the glories of the Lord. Uh, are you understanding this? You have to effectively come against the resistance. People swam to shore. Hallelujah. You're going to make it to your destination, but you you may have to resist. Glory to God. You're going to go forward in Jesus name and you do what you have to do. If you can't swim, you can kick. They held onto the broken pieces. Are you understanding this? <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You, you want to continue to, to press. You're not giving up. You're going to press. Toward the mark, you're gonna to press toward the mark. Hallelujah! Y'all know You all. I know y'all know it from Philippians three fourteen, forgetting those things which are behind, pressing forth for what lies before them. That's what they pressed toward the mark. Hallelujah! Now who's willing to press today? Who's if if you can swim, swim. You got to press toward the mark, because there's a mark, there's a destination, there's a promise of God for your life, and you can't give up, you press. If you, you come against the enemy and you press, and you understand, that's right, you keep it moving, glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah, and that is that, in fact, that's the point, you have to press. It may be harrowing, but you press. What I also love about this scripture, He is Emmanuel with anyone and no one has any excuse. You know, in other words, there were some people who could swim. God bless them. There were other people who couldn't swim. See, there are people who say, well, if, yeah, if I was a lawyer like you, sure, I'd be, I'd be good. Or, you know, if I had to finish college, then yeah, then I'd be able to do X, Y, Z. But, you know, my people, we don't go to college. So, you know, things like that don't happen for us. Mm -mm. There are no excuses. God will take you to the his desired destination, right where you are with what you have, regardless of what has happened in your life to this point, he will use even the broken pieces of your life to bring you to the desired end, the desired destination, even the broken pieces have value to God. Hallelujah. So there is no excuse. You can't say, oh yeah, your marriage was great because you married brother Eric. He was such a nice guy, but you don't know the husband I have. I don't care what kind of broken piece it is. There's a destination for you. And God says he will use the broken pieces to bring you where you need to be. Is anybody hearing this today? Hallelujah. It matters not how harrowing the experience is. Don't spend time assessing your your deficits. Cause God will use the broken pieces to bring you where you need to be. Is anybody understanding this today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't, so there was no lifeboat and you couldn't swim, but but there were individuals who could not swim, but they did not drown. Because God had given His word. He didn't ask you what you had. He didn't ask you what your, the circumstances that you're dealing with. He gave His word. And He knew that people were in different conditions when He gave His word. But He said, All will be saved. Hallelujah. He said, All will be saved. How many would be saved? All will be saved. Hallelujah. Do you think he knew that there were people who couldn't swim when he said all would be saved? Do you think he understood that there were some who had talents, different talents from that person? Do you think he, this, he, did, they, did you think he knows this person has a bigger bank account than you? But he says, all will be saved. Hallelujah. Is anybody understand it? So, so who does that leave out? Who does that leave out? Nobody. So everybody under the sound of my voice. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you've been through. I but uh, so what your life is not Pinterest perfect. Whose is glory to God. But there is a God who is, he calls himself Emmanuel. Uh, he is present in your life. He is present to deliver. He is present to heal. He is present even to heal broken hearts. He is present to cause things that look worse to get better. He, we're talking about God. Hallelujah. Anybody understand this? Praise God. You don't, who said you need a lifeboat? Who said you needed to know how to swim? He just said he'll deliver you. Ha! Huh. Thank you, Jesus. So the marriage ended. Mm -mm -mm. So you lost the job. So you declared bankruptcy. I know it's not Pinterest perfect. I got it. So the love of your life walked out on you. Oh, Jesus. So the child came up pregnant. Oh, I know it's tough. My Bible tells me that God works all things after the counsel of his own will. He works all, all cir- that matters, the circumstance. Ephesians 1.11, he works all things after the counsel of his own will. He can bring you to the desired end regardless of what you possess or don't possess. Hallelujah. Some of us are despairing the broken pieces. I'm here to tell you the broken pieces are valuable. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody receiving something today? Thank you, Jesus. He can use the broken. He can cause the broken pieces to float. He can cause them to float. He will take you over. He will get you to the desired end. Hallelujah. Don't you just cannot give up on God. You cannot give up on his word. You cannot jump ship. You have to take his word and eat it. Hallelujah. You have to look for God's favor. Thank you, Father. Because his grace accompanies his truth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. And I bless the Lord that God does these things. I thank God. Thank you, Lord. And, And So many people were blessed through Paul's testimony. Thank you, Lord. I'll just look, I'm just, I'm done really, but I'm just going to go to Acts uh, 17.27. Thank you, Lord. He will use the broken pieces of your life. Don't despair, Don't, don't use, especially in this season, You know, we see all these beautiful cards and the Hallmark movies. Maybe your life is not a Hallmark movie. But he is still Emmanuel in your life. And there's a destination for you. Broken pieces and all. Hallelujah. Do you receive this today? Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, the Bible tells us in Acts, uh, I think it's 17 and around 27 it says um, yeah 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 he, was, he said that they should seek the Lord if haply they might feel after him and find him though he be not far huh? he's not far from you and I pray that you might Seek the Lord. He is present with you, but he wants to be present in a personal way. And if you pursue him, you will find him. He's not far. You're so busy bickering and trying to figure out how you're going to hurt the the person who hurt you. You're so busy thinking about, you know, oh, I'm not, I don't look good enough. You're staring in the mirror saying, oh, I wish I looked prettier. Oh, I've gained so much weight or and who who wants me and I you know, all of this nonsense that has nothing to do with God's promise. There are people who are exempting themselves from blessings because we haven't really embraced the presence of God to hear from him, praise God. There are some of us who are discounting ourselves because we're in such places of brokenness, not recognizing that God, it doesn't matter, he works all things, he will use the broken pieces and bring you to a place of joy and rejoicing. That's what we believe for you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We believe you for you that for you today. So Father, I just come Thank you, Lord God. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the revelation of your word. And I thank you that we not only have a revelation, but the revelation has us. I thank you, Father that there is turnaround. Mm -mm -mm. And we speak even now to those who have mm, accumulated broken pieces. Right now, in Jesus' mighty name, there are some who have been depressed in the midst of broken pieces. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we come against foul spirits of depression. We command you, come off the people of God, now in Jesus' name. There are individuals in the midst of broken pieces who have contemplated even ending their lives. Right now, we take divine authority over suicide spirits. We arrest you. You cease in your maneuvers right now in the name of Jesus, go in Jesus name. We apply the blood of Jesus, a preserving blood. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus. Oh, and in the mighty name of Jesus over those who are, who are in the midst of broken pieces. We pray father for the revelation of your word, which brings life to be their portion. We pray people out of depression, doldrums in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're just praying. We come against spirits of sickness and infirmity seeking to keep the people of God bound we come against you in the name of Jesus we command you to go from off of bodies now in Jesus name hallelujah we speak freedom to the people of God in Jesus name ha, ha, th- those who are bound bound in a addictive behaviors right now, in the name of Jesus, we come against foul spirits of addiction that wants to keep you bound, keep you low, keep you feeling as if you cannot go forward. We rebuke it now. Rebuke all such activity. We put a stop to it right now in the realm of the spirit. Right now, go in Jesus name. We break the power of addiction, addictive behaviors in the name of Jesus go in Jesus name. We apply the blood of Jesus in its stead. Father God, we pray for warriors, individuals to come into the arenas of such people, people who get to, to be ministered to in Jesus mighty name. Thank you, Lord God. I bless you, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, that, that, that anxiety, the worries, the griefs right now in the name of Jesus, we break the foul spirits that want to hold you down to keep you full of anxiety. We rebuke Anxious spirits, we that anxious activity, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You go now in Jesus' mighty name. Let the presence of the Lord appear. Oh, how do we just invite the presence of God in these, invade these atmospheres, the spirit of the living God to invade such atmospheres. Hallelujah, driving out despondency, driving out depression, driving out in the name of of jesus oh i thank you lord god there are people who are breathing better hallelujah the anxiety has gone there you can breathe Who thank you lord you feel a relief a relief for you because there's been a release hallelujah in the name of jesus i thank you lord god hallelujah we pray people back into their destinies oh hallelujah there have been some under the sound of my voice who have heard of the need to accept the correction of the Lord. And even now we ask forgiveness even now. Yes. We ask forgiveness for those things that we thought, the things that we said, the things we imagined, the things we devised, the the emails that we sent, the emails we constructed, the, the texts that we're contemplating sending. Lord, we ask forgiveness in Jesus mighty name. Ah, Hallelujah. We accept the correction of the Lord at the place of compromise in Jesus mighty name. And we decree and declare we will not compromise. We will stay in the ship. We will stay in the ship of safety. We will stay with our Lord Jesus Christ. We will eat of your word for you. Hallelujah. Your word is better than life. I thank you, father. Thank you, father. Thank you, father. I, I thank you for preserving marriages. I thank you for preserving lives. I thank you for preserving children. I thank you, father. I bless the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, we know you as Emmanuel. We thank you that you are with us and we pray, Father God, we, we pray for that word to materialize. I pray people into their God designed destinations in Jesus mighty day, mighty name. All the days of your life, God will fulfill. We agree. We believe it in Jesus name. We pray people into their destinies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The shore is not far away. Thank you, father. Thank you. Lord those who can swim are swimming, those who can't swim. We thank you for the broken pieces. Thank you, Lord God, for your word to us, that you bring us to your desired destinations. Hallelujah. And we bless you for your presence in our lives. To you alone be glory, honor, dominion. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. 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 Hallelujah. It is done in Jesus' name amen thank you lord hallelujah hallelujah so i pray you received something this morning thank you lord and we have it we extend the opportunity for for you to be a blessing even to this ministry we offer you the opportunity to give into this. Well, even before giving, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal savior, I, 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 I pray that you seek him and find him. Just receive him into your heart today. Hallelujah. He died for your sins. Hey, hallelujah. So just, just thank him. We thank you, Lord God, for having died for my sins. I thank you that you are the son of the living God. I believe that you are the son of the living God, you are Jesus, the Christ. And I give my life to you this day. I ask you to be Lord of my life this day. Hallelujah. I believe this in my heart and I am speaking it through my mouth. I receive you as my Lord and my personal savior. Hallelujah. And if you pray, you eat words to that effect, you are saved. Yeah, you are rescued. Hallelujah. You, you are going to be with Jesus. I, you, you know where you're going when you take your last breath on this side of glory. And We thank God for you receiving Jesus into your heart. We pray for the Holy Spirit to invade your heart and your life. Hallelujah in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. And if you would like to be a blessing to this ministry you can do that as well. You can give to World Missions Ministries. You can give online. I don't have the document in front of me with the different ways to give, but if you're watching, it should appear on your screen. It is up on the screen. Amen. So you can, I know you can certainly use the website at www.wmmchurch.org. You can go there and make a secure donation. You can also write to this ministry. All that material is appearing right there on the the screen in front of you. But yes, let the Holy Spirit uh, direct you. And let me just pray over the offering this day. Thank you, Father. You are so good to us. Thank you for having blessed us in so many ways. Thank you for gifting our hands to work. Thank you for blessing our trades, Lord God. We just give you praise, Father. Hallelujah for blessing us. And even today, we are returning to you a portion of what you've blessed us with. For we acknowledge that all that we have comes from you. Hallelujah. You are our everything. Thank you, Father. Uh, thank you, Father, for those whose hearts you've touched, you've, whose hearts are willing to give into this ministry. We ask blessings upon them and bless them and their giving. Thank you, Father, for, your, for your, the spirit of multiplication that you, when, when we plant, you multiply the seed sown. Oh, we thank you, Father. That it is well. We decree and declare it is well with our finances. We decree and declare it is well with the finances of World Missions Ministries. We decree and declare that all needs are met. Hallelujah. And we give you praise for it Father. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you for giving into this ministry. And thank you for visiting with us online. Even as we enter into this Advent season and this week, may the Lord just bless you. May the Lord keep you. Hallelujah. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance, his very presence upon you and give you shallow, give you his peace. Go in peace. And be a blessing god bless you amen that concludes the online segment of our ministry today amen hallelujah